raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Radio 92.7 WFNZ Mac and Bone with you on a Monday morning. Hopefully you have enjoyed it. Got heated during the court storming discussion. Very heated. Love the passion for everybody, even Flounder. Even though I disagree completely. Love the passion from everybody involved. And I, I was, do hope they can yeah. find something to do, Bone, with court storming. At the very least, get these schools to have a grace period for players to get off the floor. And if not that, then ban it completely. But at least handle it better than Wake did on Saturday, for God's sakes. Kids were on the floor before the game ended. Like, literally before they were all zeros. 0.7. The Charlotte Comfort Systems temperature is 49 degrees. 40! Niners! Oh, my bad. That's okay. That's all right. No problem. I did it myself. My bad. Choose local. Choose Charlotte Comfort at Charlotte Comfort Systems. Dot com. Mag, there's a lot of sports talk in the building today. I was down there in the vending area with the great Al Conklin of WBTV. Uh, Q, one of our building guys, and Alex Giles, the morning anchor. Uh, we were reenacting both the cam fight and the court storming procedures. At one point, I had Al Conklin running at me like he was storming a court down there. Did you uh, did you trip him like Kyle Filipowski? No, you stick that no, foot he, out there like no, Flounder he, says? No, it was, it, it was a heated, but we're okay now. <laughs> I hope Flip's all right. In all seriousness, man, I hope he's all right. I you hope this isn't going to be one that's going to cost him a lot of games. Now, it's a knee injury, right? Yeah, he left like, with his knee heavily wrapped. Or like, is the ankle hurt, too? Because initially, Shire said ankle injury in the... Presser. I think I think it was knee. I think Shire missed because he left with his knee heavily wrapped. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping it's not both for God's sakes on him. You know. know. Um, but he did get spun around like a dang top when that thing ended up happening. Um, Carolina plays tonight, by the way. Carolina and Miami tonight, big Monday. So the heels play that, you know, tough as nails, grind it out, half court slobber knocker. Against Virginia, which they win on the road. It's been freaking 12 years. So that was awesome. Now they got to come back two days later. Miami lost to Georgia Tech over the weekend, by the way. This Miami season, and I know they got a couple guys out, but this Miami season has been a complete and utter flop. I mean, the team that went to the Final Four last yeah. year, they did lose one of their better players, but they replaced him with Matthew Cleveland. And I guess, I guess the loss of Isaiah Wong has really impacted them uh, greatly, or, or it's just depth overall. They, they don't. They've got a really good five-man unit when they're all together. Miami's depth, though, and then guys went out. That's one of the more shocking developments in the whole conference yeah, is that Alaire Nega team is actually underachieved. Major flop season. All right, let's talk college basketball with one of our favorites to talk college basketball with, Bone Man. He is ESPN's John Crispin, and he joins us here on the Mac and Bone Show on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Hey, John, what's going on? How you doing? No, I'm good. I'm good. I was just listening to you guys talking about Miami, and, and I, I kind of had the, the follow-up question, which was like, who who hasn't disappointed? <laughs> right? I, I, yeah. I, can we just have a real conversation about how, like, the payroll increases and the performance decreases? <laughs> like, like, that's just been the reality of it. We've done all these things to, you know, just – I don't know, whatever we want to call it, make it fair for players and transfer portals. 
We have dudes that have been in college for six years. You had the COVID year. It's been utter nonsense and instability that we do NIL. And truth be told, I've seen more inconsistency, right? A lot of high ceilings, great potential, but like more inconsistent. Seasons defined by inconsistency than ever before. Yeah. John, we and, and, and I have to think it has something to do with, you know, the, the full on free agency and pay for play model. Interesting. John, yeah. You know how this goes. When we fill out our brackets, people expect us, New York TV, we're in radio down here to be good at it. I don't know oh, how you think this I don't know how anybody that knows what they're talking about does well in brackets at this point. Seriously. Seriously. I mean, because here's the thing. Like, I do it every year, and I apply a, a lot of logic, like sound yes. logic, something that, like, even if you disagree with me, you're like, I don't disagree with your work, right, how you got there. That makes sense. It's like you might think something else might happen, but like I, I really try to apply that logic to it, and, and it never works. <laughs> it does and now right? we got it six teams works. winning. Six teams are beating ones now. We always yeah. just ignored them before. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, before we get to basketball talk and talking about you know uh, the direction of a lot of teams here in this state, let's talk about the big national story. Filipowski, unfortunately, getting hurt in that yep. court storm. When you saw that and saw all the different angles, how did you feel? I mean, who gets blamed for that? And is it a case where court storming should just be out of the game? How do you feel about all that? Like, first of all, let me start by saying, like, everybody relax. It seems like, like, it seems like when something like this happens, we overreact because we like we like to have something to talk about, right? We like to we go right to it, and I get that. Let's just take a breath for a second and say, like, do we really want to take that away? I don't know, because we're already losing interest in the game. Like, let's just be honest with what we're dealing with. We're losing interest in the game. We really don't want to take something like that away. What we should do is have a better plan for it. And if you're playing Duke and you're anybody other than North Carolina, you should be planned for it because it's Duke. And the, the reality is people love to beat Duke for all the right and wrong reasons. So it's going to be a court storm. We should have some sort of, I don't know, something prepared. And, oh, by the way, you see all the, the, the uh, I don't want to call them useless, but um, I almost did. <laughs> you see all the ushers and security standing around as if they're going to block the Roman herd of, of uh, the Roman mob coming out of the stands. Like, why don't those people go form a little human shield around the opposing team's players? They're running right by you anyway, right? Go stand around the players, be personal security, be the bouncer for opposing players that are left on the floor. And if you need to shove a few kids away, you be the one to do it, yeah. right? Why? I don't really understand this. Like, I watch this all the time, and I'm like, okay, why are, okay, 30 now? Now 30 ushers or security guards have come around, and they're going to watch piles of people just flow onto the floor. Why don't you go protect the players? Good like. Point. It, it seems like we just react to what happened as opposed to actually go, you know what, we want to preserve court storms because it's a fun part of what we do. And kids love it. And truth be told, if they came to this game, I want them to be able to storm the court. But the most important thing is that we don't impact somebody else's season or some individual's career possibly 
by getting them hurt. So let's give them bouncers at the, at the end of the game. The bouncers were as uh, effective as Wake Forest football defense. We're talking to uh, John Crispin <laughs> here on the Body Works Plus. Get you had to line. find a way to hey, rip, Duke, a, or to rip I'm, Wake I'm, as I'm a Duke an, fan. I'm an upset Duke fan right now, John. So I took some <laughs> shots that might have come across as a little bit uh, a bitter. Speaking of Wake, a lost in all this is they get a massive win. When you look at Wake and how they're set up, assuming they get in now, how dangerous could they be here in March? Guard play, right? Yeah. I think that's what it comes it's down to. It's it's guard play, but I also think there's something to to the teams that have kind of you know had their ups and downs throughout the course of the year. I've experienced dudes, particularly guards. They've figured out how to win, and they've figured out how to win together. Every team is different. I think that's going to be what really separates teams from. And again, this is coming from a guy who's got to get his entire bracket wrong. So <laughs> take all of this with a grain of salt, I guess. But 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 you've seen teams really come together at times, struggle at times, and then start to find what it takes to for them to win. That's the thing. Winning is individual. I don't, I don't think we talk about that enough, too. It's like you don't just do X, Y, and Z, and that leads to a W. No, it, it doesn't work that way. Like You really have to adapt to one another, be patient with that process. And I do feel like Wake's done that. I also think Steve Forbes is a good coach. And I, and I think he really is, is a personnel-driven coach where he plays to his personnel, which means he's got to adapt over the course of the year. So I do like Wake. I like their chances to be, I don't know, I can't hardly say a second weekend team. I think they could get a win in the NCAA tournament. But at the, at the same time, anybody can beat anybody. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like the, the thing that we're not talking about enough is the fact that the NCAA tournament now is just about getting in, right? Like there are so many teams. Like I had Memphis FAU yesterday. And I'm sitting here going like, Memphis is like a, a circus, right? It's been a, It's been a bit of a, chaos clown show at times, but you're like, but if this team got to the NCAA tournament, who knows what could happen? And I feel like there's a lot of teams out there, even these bubble teams, where you're like, if they just got in, who knows? Yeah. They, anybody can beat anybody. So so I feel like it's it's less about like putting yourself in the best possible situation for a good seed. It's like, no, just freaking get in. That's that's really what it feels like it's about this year. So so I think that's a good goal is to say, hey, let's perform and make the tournament. From that point, it's a new season, yeah, and what... everybody's on the same playing field. This is a great point. Those, that, that, those first four days or so could be amazing with drama. It really mm-hmm. could be. We're talking to John Crispin from ESPN, talking college hoops. So that Tar Heel win against Virginia, John, they hadn't won in that joint since 2012, and it's the kind of game that I like seeing the Heels win, right? Because they go in yeah. there – and it's a tough grinder in a half court, and they don't get in that out in the fast break, and they and they have been losing those games to Virginia of late. So I like the way I know it was ugly, but I liked what they showed in winning a game like that. What do you what did you think about that, and what do you think about where the heels are at right now? Well, first of all, I'll say I, I really I agree. I really like that they were able to win a game like that. I just don't like that UVA plays a game like that. And here's the thing. I think UVA, when they like kind of kicked the training wheels off and were scored a little bit more, that's when they were at their best. And, and it's almost as if they've reverted a little bit to going back to let's control the game. And, and I don't think UVA's been as good. When they're scoring in the 70s, even getting games into the 80s, I'm sitting there, I'm watching, I'm like, Yo, UVA can do this. They could, they could then just be solid defensively and not really be you know, defense-first or defense-centric, really, but they could play. They can get up and down the floor. Well, they have a game or two. I think it was the Virginia Tech game. They got down, and I watched them just go right back to who they were, as opposed to saying, let's weather a storm and go on a run of our own. 
And I, I think just, I just think that's such a big limitation in the game today because the game is so fluid, it's less controlled. And the more we have transfers, the more we have just utter chaos in, in the sport, it's going to be harder and harder to control games. You're not going to have guys for long enough. So, so I, have, I have concerns there for Virginia. For Carolina, you're right. 100% it's about finding ways to win because in the NCAA tournament, you don't know who you're going to face. You can face a team that's going to completely slow it down, just take the air out of the ball. You're not going to be able to get rebounds and runouts because they're not going to send anybody to the offensive glass. They're just going to send it back, so you're going to have to work in the half court. The best thing about a lot of these conferences these days is you have a variety in terms of styles, the way they want the game played. And some of those teams do a good job of dictating the game, meaning they will force you to win their way. And if you can, great, but it ain't going to be easy. So I, I think it's great preparation for the NCAA tournament. And Carolina is one of those teams, when you think about the continuity they have at the top with Baycott and R.J. Davis, that is a huge advantage come March. Yeah, and I love the two. R.J. hits one field goal, and, and Baycott's yeah, in foul trouble for most of the first half, and they still find a way to win that game. We're going to have you so. for Westwood one again during the tournament, right? Is that accurate? Yep. All right. How about So yep. when our right. brackets are exploding, you'll be there to talk to us through it. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, I have no idea, guys. I'm here at the game, and I still can't tell you like what the heck could possibly happen. That is the beauty of the F-E-U, dance. FAU, FAU last year. You yes. don't see these things coming, and, and then there's the other ones where you like, after you watch the game, you're like, oh, well, it's because the 12th seed is way better. Yeah. Like, who, who knew, right? <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Probably my wife. I feel like her brackets are better than mine mm-hmm. half the time anyway. All right, brother. Hey, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you down the road, man. Thanks so much. You got it. My pleasure, guys. Best Thanks, time John. of year. There you go, John Crispin, ESPN. So he had the – he had the. I swear I said like Jeremy Schapp. <laughs> John Crispin, ESPN. Andrea Kramer. Um, uh, yeah, she's got one too. Um, as far as uh, as far as as Crispin, he got a couple people salty. A couple people didn't like his idea of the security guards making a little circle, a shield around the players and walking them off. I don't know. At least he's trying to come up with something. Like I'm not saying they have to go kill the the court storm right now, but I'm just saying, Bone, they got to come up with a way where players can get off the floor first before they do this. And if that's not doable. Because some people point out you got a lot of ushers that might be 65, like 60-something years of age. Like, that's the thing, too. I mean, can you get people, hire enough security people that can handle the task? You know, is, can, we, we, is it doable? We had a text back here that wants to make me rage. And I think you would, too. Blindside Chris is arguing about Filipowski and the fan. He is mentioning that pedestrians have the right of way. <laughs> Well, who's the pedestrian? Oh my God. Is Flip the, the pedestrian, that the, the, the people on the people court, the pedestrian. Flip should have let, flip a car? Flip should have let them all go so by. So apparently, <laughs> so if you're above seven foot, I guess you qualify as some sort of SUV or something? Yeah, what is he in that That's, scenario? Uh, How is so he not a pedestrian so trying to walk across the street so and he's in a car? There's no humans walking. That, in a day filled with outlandish comments, probably by us as well. That flip oh needs God. to mag let the pedestrians go did, by. Did you see the other text we got? Like, it was maybe last hour. One of the times we talked about this, and a texter says, I understand Bone. Where is it? I understand Bone standing up for Duke. But Mac is coming across as a Duke butt kisser today. Flounder should punch the dude. 
So there you go. That seems extreme. Okay, good. I'm glad you find that to be extreme. Slap. I don't want to go. Duke Buttkisser. I'm trying to call it the way I see it. When Grayson Allen was acting like a punk, I called that the way I saw. Like I just don't see this as some sort of blatant punkish act. Like he's trying to get across the floor. Could he have hurried off a little more? Yeah, he probably could have. But I'm not going to put the burden on him. He just took a tough loss. He's he, he's bummed. He's ticked. I just, it's not a good dynamic to have players running, you know, fans running straight at players. When we come back, we're going to talk about this, the Hornets, the Panthers, all things local sports. Grace Grill, Queen City News, Charlotte Sports Live returns to the Mac Attack, Mac and Bone Show. Damn it. <laughs> why? That's Who's, it. Why? Oh, can we just go to break and just start this over again? Find a place. Just go to break. Okay. This December, the Mac and Bone Show is sponsored by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Foundation.org. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always feed black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are black. So McDonald's is pairing five rising black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorships and the access they deserve. Because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at WeAreGolden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021. Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ Mac and Bone Show on a Monday. If you're kind of late getting going here, if you missed the early portions of the show, check it out, man. A lot of uh, passion today, whether it's college hoops, whether it's the court storming, whether it's the Panthers offseason, or your new look, Charlotte Hornets, who bounced back from Friday's loss last night. A lot of good passion day on the show. Check out the podcast, WFNZ.com. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. I've been told that I have to leave the studio briskly today. I can't walk slow. I might get run over. They're going to so, be running right at I'll, you, man. If, if, if a herd of employees runs in here and I don't move fast enough, I will be blamed for the incident. I'm pretty sure you're going to stick your foot out and just take Colin yeah. out. There's watch, no question. Watch out for the studio storm no. coming up after the show. All right. We got to uh, bring in a guest we love chatting with, and it has been too long. She's amazing on TV, but y'all have really taken a liking to her. I know she filled in for us, Bone, over the holidays. Y'all have really taken a liking to her. Um, you've named the segments from everything to Up in Your Grill to Amazing Grace. Grilling with Grace. Grilling with Grace. She is Grace Grill from Charlotte Sports Live, Fox Charlotte, uh, Fox 46 here in Charlotte. Grace, how have you been? Uh, what's going on? How you doing? 
Good morning, guys. I know it has been a while. You don't text, you don't call. Jeez. Well, now we're back. We're back, and hopefully, in your good well, graces. Grace, most um, people tell us to stop calling and texting. That's true. That's we were, we didn't know you actually wanted to sorry, text. Sorry for just assuming we've offended you along the way. <laughs> oh, oh man, what do you think? The most passionate thing today has been the court storming. Um, what did you think of that incident? And where do you place blame? And are you someone that says, oh, they just ought to do away with it? Or you think that's crazy? How do you feel about all of that? Yeah, no, I this I couldn't believe that people were this passionate about wanting the court storming to be banned. I'm like, are you sports fans or not? This is this is a part of especially college athletics. Like you don't see this in the pro game. Yeah. And this is what makes college athletics so great is that it it's that passionate i thought this was like the most ridiculous thing for john shire to be calling now i get it, it was after a loss and and uh and an upset loss to, at that but to, for him to say like when is this going to be banned i'm like are you kidding like this is one of those things that you know i watched charlotte upset i mean here locally upset fau and their fans stormed the court and it was great you had you know their their Social media was all over it. They, they were the the team was out partying with the with the fans on the court. I mean, heck, Charlotte even after after they win, they go into the stands with the fans sometimes. And I'm like, and you want to ban this? I'm like, we might as well just pretend that this is a polo match. We should all just you know clap lightly and sip our mint julep. Like this is passion. Shouldn't they be regu- – there's got to be some form of reg- regulation, though, with it. Like, Florida State against Duke and Carolina historically has ropes up. Like, they've got a whole system down. The court storm is one thing. Don't they have to give, like, 30 seconds or so to clear the court? Yeah, at least 10 so, for guys. So it's not some disaster of a of a player-fan confrontation, a coach confrontation. We are, we are trending towards a pretty dangerous situation here with how emotional these things get. I mean, look, if you, I'm not going to stop the school. If you guys want to do ever, if you want to put up barricades to make it harder, then absolutely, that's within their right. But if fans are going to get by you, then they're they're going to they're going to get by you. I just don't want to see those gone from the game. I mean, I already think college athletics is in a is in a really dire spot with just the whole NIL stuff, and and I mean, these kids are essentially athletes at this point too. I'm all for protecting the students. I don't know how or the student athletes. I don't know how you. I don't know how you accomplish that, but you cannot do that without compromising what it means to be a college sports fan and the passionate fans. Because if you keep killing the passionate fans, then you're not going to have a product anymore because it's the passion that drives that drives why it's so great. Yeah, I just wish they could find a happy medium to where you can give the players, heck, even if it's 10, 12 seconds, 15 seconds, to kind of get to an area like Bone said, Florida State had rope, roped off, get the players to the roped off area, and the fans kind of come on the court. Now, I need to ask you about this, though, Grace, because Flounder got people mad on social media this weekend. He then doubled down today on the show where he was, and there's a lot of fans that seem to agree with him, he was putting blame partly on Kyle Filipowski and saying he was initiating contact with the guy that ran past him. How do you feel about Flounder and others that are saying that. Yeah, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that he initiated. I saw the videos, and I think ESPN had a had like a bird's eye view of the core of where yeah, he from was. The top, the overhead. It's so it's so hard to tell, right? Because he's so much taller than everybody too. That like, unless you were there in the moment, like I'm not. I'm not going to get into that conversation. I, I I wouldn't say yes, but I I do think you feel that in that in that atmosphere that you know they're going to storm the court like you can feel it i mean we had mike lissette was there 
um, with us. And he was just like, the energy in that building was electric. And he's like slowly walking off the court. I mean, like, I would like to see that, like, if you know what's coming, then like, let's be proactive about this and getting out of the way. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's a situation where it's like, oh, it's, 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 let's put blame on one side or the other. I said it was just an unfortunate event that happened in the heat of passion. Grace, what did you think of the of the race yesterday and that finish? That was uh that was historic in, in nature for what we saw. How much fun did you have at the finish of the Atlanta race? Yeah, that was exciting. I mean, me not being a huge NASCAR person, I was like, let's have every race be like that because that was that was what you want to see coming down the stretch. I was I thought, I mean, it's been crazy. We were talking about this last night on Charlotte Sports Live that, you know, we've had so many early crashes in this one. I mean, and you even go back to the first race of the season and Daytona was pretty clean by all, um, by all accounts. So, um, yeah, no, that was, that was exciting. I mean, to, to have, I mean, when we, we saw the photo finish, like it was really hard where we, we really didn't know. And I think then there's that adds that extra excitement of like having to wait for the official results as well. But no, that was exciting. It was great. And I'm telling you that Atlanta track, they have knocked it out of the park. The combination of the way they changed that track and the new car is absolutely amazing. The red, they went four wide for about a lap. That's unheard of at a track like Atlanta. Um, Grace, oh, let's talk Panthers offseason because it was your appearance here. It was your very blunt appearance here talking Carolina Panther football that made the back Mac and Bone Show listeners really fall in love with you. I'm sure they I'm sure they liked you already. Also the Christmas but movie the, draft where she the, picked ones we uh, didn't know we didn't know they existed. I forgot about that one. Yeah, but, they but, liked that too. Yeah. <laughs> the old school Christmas movie fans really love Grace that day and wanted us to stop harassing her. But what do you think about this Panther offseason? Like, are you in favor of let's make sure we keep Burns? Let's make sure we keep Luvu. Let's try to get a contract extension with Derek Brown. Or are you one that believes we should, you know, sacrifice maybe a Burns? Heck, one one of the NFL.com guys was trying to say trade Derek Brown to get draft picks to pick offensive players. Do you believe we should give up some of our defensive talent to get draft picks and Bryce help or no? Ooh, I don't know if I like that take. I don't know. Uh, look, they are they are in a really, really tough position. And I don't envy Brant Tillis and Dan Morgan and anybody in that op- in that front office. But I, I think when you have – I don't think you can sacrifice a defense that they had last year. I mean, that last season was chaos, and they dealt with injuries, and they still had what? They finished with what, the fifth? Is that right? The fifth best defense in the league, which that's pretty impressive. And you have um, Evero back. I think you do anything you can to keep that defense together and see what you can – what you can build on. I think the tough part for the Panthers is going to be really hard because the players and their agents, and they've got a lot of free agents, they know the position that the Panthers are in, right? So then you have the risk of possibly you have to overpay talent just to keep it, just to keep it together because the players kind of have more of an upper hand, but that's why you bring in a guy like Brant Tillis because he has experience with negotiating these types of, of contracts and I'm interested to see what what he does I mean I think if you were going to make now I, I know it's different people but I think if you were going to make a move and this is why Brian Burns I think has a little bit of the upper hand is because they they showed him what he was worth with with not taking that deal with the Rams so it's going to be interesting but I I think you try it's oh man, it's tough because you just you want to rely on that scouting department and see if you can just start to hit on guys or 
maybe Dave Canales has some new ideas of how to better utilize the talent that they already have. So I don't know. I think this is going to be one of those seasons where you like you try to make it through and then go next year and try to reevaluate some stuff. Grace, a lot of rumors out there about the Falcons and Justin Fields, and of course that that affects us here. Do you would you have a fear of the Falcons landing Justin Fields, or does that not really rock the boat for Atlanta going to like a much higher level with Justin Fields? Um. Yeah, no, not, I mean, not like to hear that happening doesn't really like strike fear in my, in my being, but it definitely would be an upgrade from them. I mean, I think Carolina just, they're in a position where like Carolina fans should not be really interested in not, not that they shouldn't be interested, but they shouldn't be worried about what everybody else is doing because they are such in dire need of everything that it's just one of those things where it's like, you know what, stop worrying about what everybody else is doing and focus on yourself. Like they're in that position. Grace, by the way, I want to know what's scarier. What's scarier, being a Panther fan going against Justin Fields in a Falcons <laughs> uniform or standing out there as a court storm comes at you? What is a scarier proposition? I'm going court storm. I'm not that scared of Justin Fields. Yeah, probably in this situation. I mean, we saw more people get hurt, so maybe that's uh, – uh- all right, that's all right. the way we're You're going. By the way, Grace, I got to say something here. Oh, no, this I, is where we're getting in trouble now. I got to say something. I'm oh, a little upset. God. Whenever he says I got to say something, I get I'm, nervous. I'm a little upset, Grace, with oh, you. No. I'm a little upset with Carla Gephardt over there, Christian Audi. Well, Mike we're upset with Christian Audi. Gabe McDonald, the whole crew. Um, I got an award, as y'all did. I got sent a copy of this. Um, <laughs> sent to Mac and Charlotte Sports Live, Queen City News. Uh, for the uh, for the uh, best, what was it? Best sports TV show. And I got an award sent to me. So that made me feel like I was part of the team. I didn't get any invites to any uh, holiday parties. And when you guys go out as a team, <laughs> I didn't, no one lets me know. I'm very upset you have not embraced me as a team member, Grace, when I got this award with y'all. Oh my goodness! Well, that is certainly not on certainly not on me. Normally, I'm the last one to find out about these things. So when I know, you will know. Yes, pass that along. Maybe they're not telling you either. And, All right, maybe that's what. Maybe they are blackballing both of us. And if you invite them to a party, make sure it's on the same day that we have a party here, so you guys can have them for a party. We don't need them here. Oh, that's so harsh. That is it harsh. Was. Yeah, it was. That's harsh but yeah. predictable from it this was, man, yeah. from this hater. Mac had uh, my back all day today, and I went after him. Grace, I have no idea why I got a copy of your award, but I'm just uh, we have pinned it up in the studio, and I'm just acting like I really want it. Grace, right, how about I this idea? Know, next, next I, I think you just accepted it for all of us, because I didn't know that we got an award until you posted it. And I was like, oh, look, Mac has our award. That's great. <laughs> Did y'all not get one, too? I feel bad now. It's Did theirs. You? Did y'all get sent know. the same thing or no? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get a. I didn't get anything framed on my desk. So now I'm kind of. <laughs> oh, maybe I owe you this. Maybe I should cross Mac out, Grace, and we'll write Grace in, and I'll send it to you. It. Yeah, send yeah, her that send copy. Send me a copy and sign it, and we'll hang it up. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Grace, <laughs> next time you come on, it's almost draft season now. We do a lot of drafts leading up to the draft. You in for another draft coming up soon, like we did with the Christmas movies? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I did too well in the last one. Well, we, we have much different tastes. We will let you pick the category next time. You pick the draft, and we'll we'll okay. draft based off what you want to draft. Okay. All right. There you go. About that. All there, right. there you All go. Right. Let her get a little redemption. Uh, Grace, there were the old school movie fans. Uh, the demographic might have been an average of 78 years old, but those people did get your back, Grace. They do like the classics. 
right. mean, these were like instant white Christmas. Are you kidding me? That is like when you think Christmas movie, that is. I never it. even seen it. Does that does that make you look down on me? I haven't seen. Is that. cousin Eddie in that? Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. I mean, when he the crapper's full, that's classic Christmas. I'm sorry, man. Cousin Eddie and the crapper right, being Grace full. Grace has to go now. All right, Grace. <laughs> let's, not, let's not drag you down to our level. She yep. is Grace Grill. Watch her and the award-winning team. Even if they didn't get the physical copy of the award because they sent it to me for some damn reason. They are award-winning TV show. It's local sports every night at 11 o'clock. Charlotte Sports Live on Fox Charlotte. Keep up the good work, Grace. Thanks for coming on. Love it. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right, you too. There you go. That is Grace Grill, who has no problem with the court storming at all. A couple people got a little ticked off with that comment. I just think you were, I thought you came at it from a good way. Like, let's try to preserve it because I get what she's saying. Uh Uh-huh. I don't really. I'm getting so old. I don't really feel the need to like. You know, I, it doesn't bother me if they if they take uh, if they kill it. But like, let's try to find a happy medium, like you were saying. Let's try to find a better way to just hold that crew up for a little bit because before they before they're on the on what's the court. stopping a student now, Mac, that wants to? And I'm not talking about just with Duke, but any of these situations. What's stopping some young college student that's probably been drinking or whatever that wants to go viral? from just walking up and shoving a player or pushing them. It may not even be to injure them, but what's stopping them from just pushing around a guy? There's a lot there? of bad things then, that could happen. Then, you saw one of them the other then day. what's a player supposed to do? If, if, if a guy's coming, I'm just saying in general, yeah. if it gets to the point where we got a confrontation happening between a player and a student, what's going to happen? That, that, this, is, this is avoidable. There's a lot of bad things that can happen. I realize most incidents come off, though, with that, and that's why I try well, to preserve speaking it. Of going most viral, come off without a hitch. Look at the Caitlin Clark one. The girl's trying to take a video on her phone while yeah. she's running out onto the court. Yeah. Like, There's yeah. also a student uh, safety thing here, too, to be honest, where yeah, all it takes too. on those really quick rushes, all it takes is one person to fall. We see it at stores during the holidays where That's people true. get run over. How do parents feel when their kids are going out there? That's not safe for them either. I've been f- focused so much on Filipowski's um, health, and I may have taken some shots at the Deacon Coeds, <laughs> especially the one that was harassing him while running right past him, uh, which led to the collision. But, yeah, that's a fair point, too. Um, did my, how did my parents feel when I stormed the court bone back in 1996 when the mighty Towson Tigers upset the Louisville Cardinals in the Towson Center? Were my parents <laughs> worried about me? Were they worried, Bone? Uh, I feel we, like we had like 20 people on the storm, though. I feel like it was more like a dr- court drizzle. <laughs> did, did you see the Detroit Mercy student that stormed the court a couple weeks ago, Mac? By himself. They were 0-24, and he ran out there, and none of his buddies did. One man so, stormed. He basically walked out there, and he just started to blend in with the people on the court. <laughs> Shook some hands. <laughs> Dang, one man storm. Oh, God. We did that to a kid in high school also. We told him we were going to be out there, and he ran out there, and... None of us. It, oh, it's, that's cold. It's an, old stu- that's cold. it's an old student section trick that we used to have. Didn't you court storm because your ride ran out onto the court so you couldn't leave your ride or something like that? Didn't yeah, that Charlotte and uh, Cincinnati or Louisville. I forget which one it was. In 2004, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, my ride left, so I had to follow one to the court. <laughs> You're like, ah, I'm really not about this craziness. Yeah. But that's my ride right there. What the hell? Yeah, it happened so fast. I was oh, we're going. That's what you get for being with the students back when you were an actual student at a college. When we, it's my own problem. We come back to wrap up on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Black culture feeds fashion, but fashion doesn't always feed Black creatives. I mean, only 7.3% of American fashion designers are Black. So McDonald's is pairing five rising Black designers with five fashion insiders for career-changing mentorships and the access they deserve. Because we can do better than 7.3. Together, we can change the face of fashion. Follow their journey on Instagram at wearegolden. Statistics source from Zipia.com as of 2021. at the end of the game charlotte fc first uh opener win first home opener win yesterday uh dean smith one and oh in his career as the charlotte fc head coach love that moment if you're a fan of stands you had to love it they were up over sixty-two thousand fans bone they averaged for season openers three years in they averaged sixty-eight thousand fans i was awesome Sixty-eight thousand fans the average for their three home openers yeah, Each year. when things don't normally go well in that stadium, uh, it was awesome to see him hold on to close it out. I compare Willie and Jess at this point back to the heydays of Regis and Kathy Lee. <laughs> I need it in my life, man. I need the Willie gold calls in my life. I need Willie proclaiming the crown belongs to Charlotte. I need it. Uh, working, by the way, working in sponsors during gold calls. Oh, that was beautiful. The way he worked in that high spit. I'm pitch surprised. Rate is he going to do, corner kick? Is he going to do a PhD weight loss read during a, during a play? <laughs> by the way, uh, heels fans, you know I got love for you. Uh, even though I hated your anti-Filipowski takes today, you know I got love for you. You know I got love for the legend that is Dean Smith, Tar Heel basketball coach. But the best winning percentage by a coach named Dean Here Smith in the history of the state belongs to Charlotte FC manager Dean Smith. I am, right? I best am a- Dean Smith winning percentage at the thousand. I'll say it loud. I'm officially a Dean Smith man. <laughs> <laughs> I like to uh, call him other stuff though, like Dino, Mean Dean. Dino's try, a good try one. To, try to separate just from Dean Smith. Dino is a good one. You know what the players call him? That Westwood called him that on our show. Gaffer. That is that is the word over there in England that they call the manager, gaffer. He said. Really? Well, Ashley Westwood said in an interview this week with uh, Crack Arrow and Lloyd Sam said that some of the guys started calling him coach and he got ticked off at him. Call me gaffer. I'm the gaffer. 
You think that's going to – can we get that to work here, Bone? Dave Dave Canales, the new Panthers gaffer? Or you don't think that's going to catch is it, on? Is it John Gaffer, the guy from Bar Rescue founder? <laughs> yes, yes, that actually John Gaffer, is. John Gaffer, it's like Taffer or something. Oh, oh is it Taffer? Oh, yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought it was Gaffer. I thought it was Gaffer. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hornets coach. Yeah, that's on me. Hornets gaffer Steve Clifford. Is that going <laughs> to catch on or no? <laughs> Let me tell you what will never catch on is <laughs> – you're not feeling that. All right. I don't like that. I'm not a, I'm not a I, gaffer guy. Canalis would be fired up. He'd be like, you call me whatever you want. Canalis, you're a new gaffer, baby. All right, let's get to a couple of texts here. People really were into my story of uh, getting, you know, getting uh, picking up some McDonald's and Little Mac getting a shamrock shake. This texture says, call Child Protective Services. Max served a shamrock shake to his child. That is, that is, I'm not, wow. down, not down for that shamrock shake that, hatred, they're, sir. They're an Irish family, man. This that, is what they do over that's there. A spec, that, that, is, that is a delicacy, the shamrock shake. This texture said, how did Mac find a McDonald's with a working ice cream machine? <laughs> oh, man, that's that's the tweet. He got the, he got the one. <laughs> got to be honest, that that uh, McDonald's near our house, Lound, I don't think they've had I think Never. I'm over for the last 88 yeah. for ice cream. I don't orders. even try anymore. Nope. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do we have here? This texture says, Filipowski majors in acting at Duke Bone. Wow, great text go. to read. This text glad, we, glad we read that one off. <laughs> oh, I got more. I got more where that yeah, came these from. Are, these are so good. This, let's not waste time here with these great jabs. This texter says, hey, don't be hating, don't be hating. This texter says, I just read them, Bone. This texter says, uh, Filipowski, don't get on him. He thought the game was still going on. Tried to flop to get a call. Bone's not liking that. Yeah. All right. On the flip side, Bone Man. Is that a joke too? Flip side? Let's get some more. <laughs> let's get the anti uh let's get the anti-flounder text in. Now here we're talking. Because he was blaming Filipowski, which you and I thought was crazy, and many texters did. Preppy. Former producer Preppy weighed in and said in that argument that Bone and Flounder had, Bone turned Flounder into fish fillet. <laughs> Well, See, I mean, he would, he would know about losing arguments that's on the a, show. That's a high-quality high rib right there. <laughs> Flounder, or um, Preppy, that's his name. Preppy, the only co-worker to get Bone to cuss live on the air. That's the only guy. That's a good point. I thought that I happened. could get him there today, but I have. I'm very, I'm very strong-willed. What I have a trick that I pull that I don't cuss a lot off the air before shows because naturally it might come out. So I try not to... The preppy got you that day. Yeah, preppy got you. I called him a bleep hole. Told him to go to hell. This texture says flounder is so full of bleep his breath stinks. Is that from Chris Jenkins? Uh, His soul stinks. I'm kind of body stinks. I'm kind of enjoying that one. Uh, Complainer in chief says bone feels sound sad today. Bone, here are the five stages of grief to help with your Duke. I have one stage of grief. Kiss my ass. (laughs) Stage two, kiss it again. Stage three, kiss it a third time. One M. Stage four, never text again. Stage five, shut up. One. One M says flounder approved today why he should be changing oil and tires. Listen. That is what his father does for a living. Don't be hating it, but I have a feeling Flounder wouldn't be near as good as his dad at that. So I think Flounder's at the right place. No, you do not want me changing <laughs> any sort of oil or your, your wheel would roll off. I can, I, like now I will say up. this: I can change a tire. I have done it multiple times. Okay, well I've had too many flats not to learn how to do it. I don't know how to do that. The way Mac yelled at you in the first hour, I might want to change your drawers. <laughs> oh. I get mad. I get mad at Flounder. First hour. Listen to the six twenty-five. That's segment. the first time in a while, honestly, because six o'clock Mac used to rage a lot more. I've been than happier the, in the six o'clock hour. You, haven't I? That's the first time you had you you, you slobbered on yourself. Because it was I saved Usually, it up all you, week. You get, I just you got so you had like shoestrings coming down. I your was face. like Cujo going after Flounder because I saw all weekend. I thought Flounder was being completely unfair to flip, and I just had to let it all out so on you, the air. So you flipped. 
So, uh, yes, I flipped my lid. Mac has not spit something out in a while. That's the first time Panther's, that we saw a drool coming out. Panther Steve points out Charlotte FC, perfect 1-0 this season without Mac in attendance. Oh, it's going to – there's probably not a coincidence. They may pay me, Bone, to not be able to go but, to matches. R- Rickard was there, though. Rickard's 1-0. 1-0 with Jeff in attendance. All right, we got to wrap this baby up. Um, good work out of Bone today. Flown, we love you, even if we don't love all your takes. Even Jeff took to Twitter. To try to, uh, you know, try to go after Flounder on social media, like much after Flounder, like much of the free world did. People don't belong on the floor while athletes are on there. That's all. I agree with you. I agree with you, man. They got to find a better way to do it, or else they can't do it. All right, Jeff Ricker with more on this coming up. Colin Hoggard will be in the house. Tar Heels tonight against Miami. We'll talk about that tomorrow, and a bunch of Panthers, I'm sure, tomorrow on the show. John Carter from WBTV is going to roll in here, just ready to whip some tail, man. <laughs> Mac here to tell you about Mark Spain Real Estate. He has to, during the week, test out that, that throat. Give it to me. <laughs> Open. Cam would take on all 300 of those dorky deeks. Fat Mac don't need nothing to wash that food down, baby. It just drops down. It just drops down the gullet. There we there go. go. There Everybody, go. brace yourselves. We're going court storming. Philipowski, watch yourself. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.